this week's Merge Conflict, we talk about making coffee to soothe the mind, tools of the organizational trade, how not to look at email, and when to simply stop working. All this and more on this week's Merge Conflict. I've recently been really into organization and you would think maybe organizing my work life, but I've actually been organizing all of the cables in my brand new apartment, actually taking time to do cable optimization and short runs and make sure that there's not just cables everywhere. And it actually was a very relieving process for me to actually take a look at my work setup and everything just be kind of neat and organized. And I've been trying to apply those same principles of having a neat, clean, not only just work environment, but task list and things that I want to execute throughout the work week. Because I've really found it a big struggle to just really be highly optimized each and every single day to get things done. You know, we're all doing thousands of things and Frank, you're integrating and fixing tons of bugs and adding new features all the time. I thought it'd be really interesting this week to take a step back from the coding and talk about how we organize our day work, if you will, um, and keep productivity high. I guess you're talking about bringing order to chaos here because we all have far too many tasks. Um, You mentioned email is one. I guess in my daily life, I'm a programmer, but it's amazing how many other things I'm supposed to take care of (laughs) along with that. And while I love to schedule my day, while I like to think my day is 12, well, excuse me, eight hours of programming just straight through, the fact is you have a million things pulling on you in one direction or another. And so I feel your pain. Uh, you got to get organized at some point. But gosh, there's a lot of options along that path. Yeah, and it's interesting. We both work from home or by ourselves, right? We're either at home or we're maybe in our office away from home or in a coffee shop or something like that. So it's not like you and I are going into a physical huge office where there's a team, that are there's meetups, there's anything like that. It's a very different type of experience that we both live in on a day-to-day basis. And the very first thing, when I think about how I process my my life from getting up to going to bed, is that I make sure that I have some sort of routine. And I don't know if you, if you follow this at all, Frank, but I... Um, I do I just, not follow a routine at all. So I am super no? excited to hear about your routine. Please, please keep going. So I decided when I joined Xamarin uh, three years ago, it was my first work at home job. And I decided that this could either go really good or really bad. Yeah. Because I used to work at Canon many years ago. And when I did, they would let me work from home one day a week. And I was super unproductive. I found myself being really distracted and I could never mm-hmm. organize what I was doing. So I decided that when I started Xamarin, I was going to have a routine of at least the morning, like up till noon, like what am I going to do? And that started by one waking up and, uh, Taking time, I was gonna make coffee every single morning for myself. So I was gonna. That sounds delicious. Make a coffee. Are you gonna make it for me too? Could you add me to your routine? I can add you to. Now Heather gets to enjoy the coffee every single morning. (laughs) You know? Um, So I wake up, I make coffee, I eat breakfast every morning. It could be yogurt, it could be cereal. I'm a big cereal person. And then I I don't go to a computer, I don't check email, I don't do anything. I'm taking time to wake up, right? My brain is still in that foggy state. I take a shower. I'm like, before I'm I'm taking a shower, right? Like I I need to get dressed. I get into, I I go and I iron clothes and I get dressed and I'm ready for the day. Yeah. And that takes, it doesn't take a lot of time, maybe a half an hour. 
half an hour tops. Yeah. Maybe hour if I'm really groggy. It might take an hour if you start making me coffee. That's true. That's true. Uh, and, and then I'm ready for the day. And yeah. that's my opening process. <laughs> that's fantastic. I don't do any of that. Um, I, this is just funny how humans are different from one another. Uh, when I wake up, for me personally, it seems to be when my brain is functioning best. And so actually the, the quicker I can get to a computer and start coding, almost the better. Because once I kind of settle into the day, once I start to feel, oh, I'm actually a little bit hungry from sleeping all night and I actually want some breakfast, by then my brain's slowing down. So I actually like to get a lot done in the morning. Well, and yeah, I think that, I think for me, my problem is that I like really good coffee, right? So a lot of people may just throw on a pot and they're like, I'm just going to pour this in here. Like I actually have Oh yeah, have that's a, the way to do it. I, no, no, no. See, I, I do like, I either do a nice French press or I'm doing a pour over coffee. Like I am taking physical time and I, I'm enjoying this. It's mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. it's like a relaxing morning experience. And then sure. I jump into, I don't jump into email. I start jumping into task lists, very small things. Oh my God. Um, yeah. Don't, don't touch email in the morning. I can't think of a worse productivity killer than looking at email in the morning. Oh, my God. I, I've recently made the switch over to using Outlook now that I'm at Microsoft. And uh, it's even worse than Gmail, I think, because there's, I have a thousand. Slow forward. rate. Yeah. Nice it, stream of email. It's terrible. And uh, I was listening to, I read a blog post by Hanselman a long, long time ago about how to organize email. But also, I've heard him say it. I've heard other people say it, which is don't check your email before noon. And unless I have a meeting, I don't check my email before noon. And that's my awesome. routine that gets me up to noon. Cool. I didn't know that was actually a thing, but I totally believe in it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause especially if you're the most, and I feel like I'm definitely the most productive in the morning, like up until noon. Yeah. Cause then I get hungry. I want more exactly. coffee. <laughs> Once I've had uh, lunch, I mean, I work after lunch. Don't, don't get me wrong, but oh, yeah. it's a little bit different. You're a little more satisfied. You're just kind of waiting for the day to move on, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Exactly. Exactly. And now, now notice that I didn't give my myself a hard time that I like. I'm I'm up at this certain time, or I'm stopping yep. at this certain time. I did notice. That's good. Yeah, I did not because you know if I happen to go longer, then that's fine. If I happen not to wake up until nine thirty or ten, that's fine. You know, I'm not going to miss a it, meeting. Man. <laughs> I'm not going to miss a meeting. Some benefits of working from home. <laughs> yeah, that, that is nice. Like today, I was up at nine thirty or nine. Got ready by 9.30, I was off to the races. Tomorrow I'll be up early because I have a meeting at 8. But it's the same process. Like before bed, I check the calendar. When do I have to be up? And that's when I base the decisions off of. And I I had a different process than that, but it sounded like both of our processes ended at the same point. So while you're up, you're making coffee. I'm jotting down code ideas, things that I had overnight or just things that were just on my mind in the morning. But I think we both end up at the same place because you had mentioned a list at some point. So after your coffee, you actually dive into a list? I have a list I uh, currently use. I've gone back and forth a thousand times. I used to be on a Mac, so I used to have Clear. I don't know, you use Clear? Mm, Still using Clear, yeah. So I used to use Clear and now I'm on a PC and I've switched 100%. Clear was actually problematic for me because I I liked it because it would group things together, nice list together of what I wanted to accomplish. And you could could drag and drop them by highest priority. Mm -hmm. So this made it nice. I had like a work bucket, a conference bucket, a user group button and a bucket. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it became problematic because I only have Android phones. Uh, now I'm on a oh, PC. Right. Platforms. Yes. So now I use Google Keep for everything throughout the week. Is that a note-taking app or a to-do app? What is it? Both. It's everything all in one. Oh, uh, of course. 
So, well, when you create, so when you create a keep or a note, you decide if it's a task list with checkboxes uh, or it's just free form. Ah, uh, it's the Trello style kind of. It's a, yeah, it's a more of a Trello type style, and there's not that many options. That's about it. And you can color code them. You can add people. You can invite people to it. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can Google. add photos, archive it. Uh, and what I do is I have a to do list work which essentially is what do I want to accomplish this week? And I drag and drop the priorities up wow. and down. That's fancy. That's yes. really fancy. Yeah, That's my uh, list. I'm, I'm a little simpler than that. Uh, I went through multiple phases in my life. So when I first started my company, I did everything in fog bugs and creating issues and to-do items. And mm-hmm. I would estimate all the times. And I, I, I had priorities, very fine-grained priorities. Um, after about two or three years, two years of this, I decided it's all a lie and I'm lying to myself constantly and this isn't healthy. <laughs> Just, uh, so I found that all the detail and all the um, arranging was getting in the way of actual work. I think I was spending all my time in my task list instead of actually just working. And so I radically simplified everything to the point where I stopped using computer tools and would just keep a piece of paper next to my desk where I would literally list out everything that I need to do for a certain project. I'd have a piece of paper for every project. And as I went through, I would just strike out lines. And it sounds so primitive and, I don't know, counter to being a technologist and all that kind of stuff. But it was also hugely liberating. <laughs> it felt good. Um, I remember the sensation of just crossing out an, uh, an actual item. It just felt good. I had to go find a pen because I didn't have pens. And <laughs> so uh, I, I've taken, I've been a little slow to go back to the complicated systems of priorities and advanced groupings and all that kind of stuff. So I still use Clear and I use it mostly because it's so simple. I like the simplicity of it. Uh, and I don't really want to trade that at this current moment. Yeah, it's, it's interesting you say that you have a pen and paper and these big lists. In fact, um, I just cleared out my desk uh, when we were doing the move and I had about 10 moleskines or moleskins oh, yeah. or whatever. That's the hipster filled. way to do what I was doing. I just had <laughs> printer paper. <laughs> yeah, so, so I had those and I, would, I had dates. I had dates Ooh. every morning that I was doing and I was writing it all down. And Did you have a fountain pen? Right now I have a, uh, I just have the Xamarin pens, whatever they gave us, which are super nice. And I have like this little thing, you know, and and it it is super rewarding to go through and and clear stuff off. And and there's a nice big mark on your desk whenever you're feeling like, oh, I can't get through this bug. And you look at all the crossed out ones, you're like, well, I got through those somehow. I can get through this one. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's it's quite rewarding. And I really, I still do it like really right now in front of me. During notes, during meetings, like I just, I don't type. I feel like that's a distraction. Mm-hmm. When I want to work out a problem, I just, I literally have a piece of paper or a notebook and I start writing away on it. Now, I will say that that's usually to assist the piece of work that I'm doing in Keep, right? Uh-huh. And uh, I feel like you and I probably use Keep and Clear very similarly, right. similar. Yeah. Uh, and I think but, we're both in a nice position where we're not exactly working in teams. Or I don't want to speak for you, but I know for myself, I don't really have to worry about my teammates uh, like uh, doing work that they're already doing or not keeping them up to date. So these very simple private solutions work very well. How about you? Do you, do you ever have to coordinate with people? So there's a few things that we do on the team. So as a team, you know, I, I was very similar to you, right? When I worked at Canon, we were doing, we had TFS, 
Uh, we had items, bugs. We were, how, how long would this take? Well, of course it would take eight minutes, you know, or eight hours, 40 hours, like whatever, like all these priorities. Mm-hmm. And then you go to POs and you go through this whole thing and you're like, oh, over, like over. You're totally not lying to yourself. These are accurate estimates done completely objectively, taking into account all environmental circumstances. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Uh, in, <laughs> and we actually recently tried to redo this with the Xamarin Evolve conference application. Pierce and I were working on it and he was doing a lot of the back end and this and that. And to be honest, we ended up using Trello and we ended up using it as a, um, what features do we not want to forget about, right? And I think we could use the Google baseline functionality here, people. Well, we started we started creating these buckets, right? Oh my goodness! If I bring it up, I'm going to go to Trello. People will hear me type. So, so let me. I'll, I'll inform the listeners in case uh, I don't know they're from another planet or something. But Trello is a fantastic app by the Fog Creek people once again. Um, where you have just lists, just like we've been talking about, except you can share your lists between a team and everyone gets immediate feedback on when you're setting it. Of course, that sounds like just every other bug tracker out there, every other issue tracker out there, but their UI is really uh, tight and neat. Uh, It's pretty, I guess. Is it still pretty to you? It's got drag and drop. I mean, even in the web, that's like a small miracle. Yeah, it's dragging up. So we had we had we had a uh, we had more buckets than this. So you have buckets, you have cards, and we had like back burner, up next, up next for real, in progress. Yeah, test, I don't like these buckets. Yeah, Never these, mind. I don't like that feature. Yeah, so that's the problem is we we were using it. We wanted to be all scrum. And, no, and that that sounds terrible. And it didn't work. Yeah, didn't I don't. Work. I don't. <laughs> let me try to explain why that doesn't work. Um, any any grouping you come up with is wrong. Because a grouping that you come up with solves a particular problem or a particular grouping problem. Mm -hmm. And in the beginning, uh, that is when we're designing an app, we just want to, I don't know, we're making up groups pretty much arbitrarily. And then as as the project goes, you keep uh, trying to reuse these groups, you keep then you have arguments over the meanings of the names of these groups, <laughs> and you just oh, it's just a mess. And so this is definitely a place where grouping hurts people, yeah. and you should just have a giant list. Um, I do keep some groupings in my apps. I keep two groups for every app. I have all the things I should be working on, and then I keep one more list, which is still associated with the project, but I call it the wish list. Mm. And basically, anything that I decide doesn't actually need to be in the next version, I just toss over to the wish list. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so I have two easy lists. That way, I actually never lose anything, but I also never get stuck into the, (laughs) I don't know, entomology argument (laughs) of where does this belong and what does it actually mean to be in progress? (laughs) Yeah, that's what, and so what we we ended up doing. So what's worked well for us, a nice feature of Trello is they have a calendar. Mm-hmm. We use this on our blog all the time on the Xamarin blog, and I really like how we did it, which is essentially back burner, which is your wish list. Like this is stuff that is not happening anytime soon. Like mm-hmm. it could, it's a great idea. You it's don't a great want to topic. lose track of it. It is a good idea. <laughs> yeah, someone threw it out there. We don't know how we want to go about it yet. It's there, mm-hmm. and then we have inbox, which is like someone needs to write this. Like this, <laughs> this needs to be. This needs to be written, and we have a due date on it. Like okay, so those are for real items. Your inbox, as you call it, and then what do you have? One more, like an in progress or something, just so the team's not duplicating effort. Exactly, and then there's an in progress, and um, that's it. Then when you're done, you put it in done, so we can 
yeah, yeah we done, have a done sure, obviously yeah yeah we have <laughs> a done, a done. So you, yeah so you can see what's been done at the end of the week and we try to show four buckets yeah. clearly defined and, and that's all right let's review well. those so you have an inbox which is to me the active list everything that needs active. to be done then you have the back burner that's your wish list that's wish list. don't want to lose track of this stuff but probably not going to make it in the next version mm-hmm then you have your in progress. I think that's needed in teams, obviously. I used to keep track of my in progress when I use fog bugs because they actually have a cool feature where they'll, uh, they're trying to estimate how good of an estimator you are. So if I always say a task takes three hours, but then it ends up taking me six hours or two days or something, fog bugs will actually figure that out and it figures out how good of an estimator you are and it helps you make better estimates. Oh, that's good. But I've given up on all that. But I could imagine if you're in that mode, that's good for you. Or if you're on a team, you definitely want that. And then done. Thank God for done. Yeah. Done, done is like done and we, we archive stuff and it's gone. And done you know? is done for me. I never resurrect things. If I notice a bug or maybe I took a shortcut or something in a feature, that gets a whole new item. I don't like resurrecting things from done. That just seems wrong. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, and that's what just means it went through a, a test case that, you know, needs to be written and that's a whole new thing. That's a whole new piece of functionality. Mm-hmm. Let that done just be a reward to yourself. Exactly. You need some some positive feedback. <laughs> yeah. And so so that's what that's what I've been using. It's worked really well. I mean, I agree. I think that I think to me what was nice is that my Google Keep is everywhere, right? Like I I'm a I, I'm an Android and PC person. It's even on, mm-hmm. on on iOS too. And Clear is what I used in the past. Pen and yeah. paper, I think, is great. Um, but you know, when I when I think about my processes, I'm going through these lists, and then I I always keep a done list for the week. Yeah. And then every Monday we do this at at Xamarin in general. But I kind of I really like it, and I want to see what you think of it. Is because uh, I'm trying to alert my team what I'm doing. We do these kind of what did I do last week? What am I doing mm-hmm. this week? Mm-hmm. This is pretty standard. I think most people do this, uh, except I, in, in my experience, we always did it on Fridays, not Mondays. You would send out this email, but I almost prefer the Monday because no one really wanted to read the Friday email. Yeah. 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 And, and I think what's really important is that um, I, I, I'm a big fan of when I think about organizing my process of, of what I need to do, I also email my or organize my email a lot. Uh, these are the Hanselman principles, as I like to call oh, it. I know we reference Hanselman a lot, but <laughs> he's been around for a while and has figured these things out. So I have an inbox CC, inbox external, inbox invites, and it's like a priority queue. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's real good. <laughs> this is like VIP, like people you care about versus uh, people just tossing you emails. Is that the grouping? Yeah, so your inbox is there, and these are things that were on the two line to you from somebody right. internal. Yeah, um, and versus maybe a group, even I'd put like group <laughs> threads, you know, uh, multi-person ones. Put them in a separate folder too, get those out of the way. That's pretty multi too. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I haven't had to deal with that kind of influx in a long time. Exactly, and then you have an inbox CC, which is this is someone internal, but you were on the CC line, so probably not really all that important. <laughs> So I never organize email. Email yeah. is um, a trash bin. It's um, a cesspool that lights on fire sometimes. Sometimes you can throw it into the sun. Sometimes you can't. Email is a terrible idea from the 70s that propagated. And mm-hmm. so we're stuck with it. Yeah, but that said, it does run the world right now. So you mm-hmm. have to deal with it in some sorts. Uh, for me personally, my biggest use of email is support emails for my apps. And it was... 
wow, I'm, I'm really promoting Fog Creek a lot in this, but it was one of the features I really loved in uh, Fog Creek was as you got emails, uh, it would you could create bugs and associate them with bugs and features, and then people could track that. It was all nicely integrated with each other. But nowadays, if I get an email mentioning a bug or a feature or something like that, I just throw it into either the main list or the wish list. You know, no, no thinking about it because I don't want to touch email. <laughs> well, how do you decide what goes into your main list of clear, right? How do you make that distinction? Because, I mean, I have very clear objectives that I want to do. Yeah. And just just because it's there doesn't mean that it really even deserves to be on a list, right? How do you yeah. make this distinction? Uh, it's tough. It's an ongoing discipline that you learn with yourself. I think this is definitely a personal thing. You have to figure out how much reward you need throughout the day to actually get through things. So, uh, for instance, I think the biggest question is granularity of what I'm deciding to put on the list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, maybe take one step back. You do have the two lists. You have to decide, am I actually going to work on this or are we going to put this off for later? I think one of the biggest things of becoming an independent app developer is learning what to say no to. You can't mm-hmm. write every feature. You really have to learn to say no. So I even err on the side of put everything in the wish list to begin with. And then if I ever deplete the main list, then I go back to the wish list and cherry pick the things that I think are important. Because you just can't... I've been in this state where um, I was trying to release an app and it said 10 work items left. And then, you know, I do like three or four work items and it said 10 work items left. And I'm like, how's that possible? Oh, yeah, I added three or four while I was working on the three or four. And that's just a bad cycle. So number one... um, be judicious. Don't add things to the active list unless they're really important. And then <laughs> number two, granularity. What, let me hear. What do you? How do you choose granularity of items? I do very high level. To be honest with you, it's like I have uh, you know GitHub triage, which is mm. take a look at GitHub and what's kind of important. Like for instance, right now my media plugin is of very low importance to me because there's the most issues and I have the smallest amount of time to work on it. So um, while it may be important to other people, to me in this time, it's not important. Um, Essentially, what goes on to my list is what is my boss asking me to accomplish in the next day or two, right? Fire drills. Fire Fire drills drills go at the top. It's constant fire drills and things are always moving up to the top. Uh, Oh, thank God I don't have to deal with that. I mean, you you can imagine like how, you know, this isn't like if if I'm working on the Evolve app, it's uh, we are making the feature list, we're deciding when we want to release and we work with marketing. Like when are we deciding? And this is when beta one, beta two, beta three is happening and we'll schedule some buckets of what goes in there and and what's in the back burner. But on a day-to-day basis for me, what, what goes in there is two important things. One is I organize and I make sure that what my boss tells me I need to do on a certain day is the top of the list, you know, what's there. But that's not, mm-hmm. there's not always a case. Like a lot of weeks like this week, I don't really have anything that's a strict to do. Mm-hmm. So I have this, these high level things that will turn into smaller things. Like for instance, I do a GitHub triage. And I'm like, you know, it's really important for me to see like over the weekend, over last week or whatever, did is there a mission critical bug that I need to go take a look at? Um, Some my issues. So you go scan all the issues? Is that what exactly. I scan yeah. all the issues high level. Yeah. And from that, all I your will projects then go. Or you do, do you list this out for every project that you work on? Uh, no, it's high level. Yes. What it's I do, GitHub. Go on to GitHub, check everything. Yes. I go on to GitHub. And when you go to GitHub, there is a. Uh, I've already organized my most important projects. It's what I follow. I don't follow everything automatically. Mm, smart. 
So I click on the, you have unread notifications and I go, ooh, interesting. The, um, you know, this plugin thing has, uh, I haven't seen any issues in there in a while. That's intriguing. Mm -hmm. And I'll go look at that and see what people say and try to answer a few questions. Uh, and then, for instance, if there is an actual thing I want to work on, that's not part of the GitHub triage, right? That is, uh, that's a new item on the list. Yeah. Yeah. So I organize it that way. But what mm -hmm. I also add onto the list is important things that I need to also accomplish in my personal life. Um, which seems not like eat lunch. learn French, <laughs> not like learn French. But I will put on something on there that's like book this trip. Yeah, sure. I'll forget. Like I, I put that in the life list. The I life keep a life list, list at the top. <laughs> How to I, stay alive. <laughs> and, and, and sometimes those things get priority over over. I told you it's the top list. It's the it's top important. list. It is. Yeah. I really think when Shopping you think of, in life are the top lists. <laughs> yeah. When you and yeah, life work balance, right? It's really hard to actually get that correct. And um, you know, yeah. I think that we can't just grind all day. You need to step back. And there was one thing that I didn't even talk about as part of my process, which is at lunch, I I, I four out of five times leave the house. Not even to eat lunch. I'll eat lunch at home and then I'll go for a twenty minute walk. Just gotta leave That's the awesome. house. Yep. Just gotta leave. About every two hours, I go out for a short walk and listen to podcasts. It's oh, like how that. I'm able to consume so much podcasts. <laughs> uh, I just found this two-hour cycle works pretty good for me. And if I'm really into some code or if I'm debugging something, obviously it can wait. But in general, I try to get at physically out of my chair, out of the house, moving with a code on, whatever it takes, uh, every two hours. And that's just sanity. That's just keeping your body and your brain in shape. It's required. So that's awesome. And I used to use... Um I used to use some tools that would track time, right? This two hour, three hour, four hour, yeah. like how long you're doing stuff. Oh, I still do. I love it. Use that. What do you use? I use rescue time. Uh, mm. I've been using it for years now. And I said to myself, well, I'm just going to try this out. I don't even, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not that self-involved that I actually care that much about it. But I was just curious. I wanted to see how I was spending my time. Uh, this one's not spending your daily life. This is your computer life. So okay. what apps are you running? That kind of stuff. Uh, but even that was pretty enlightening to see how hard I'm working during different times of year. So the neat thing is I have years of data now and I can go back and I know which months now are my slow months. I know which months are my fast months where I actually get a lot done. And so it's funny. It's fun to see the stuff in aggregate and maybe educational. I'm still deciding if I've learned anything from it, but it's still it's interesting. At least I love that stuff. I like that, too. I, I tried it out quite a, a while ago and I just got all new computers. So I need to reinstall it. I don't even know. I forget about it all the time. And then like every three months, I'll remember, oh, yeah, I'm paying for this stupid thing. Let's go see what it is, see if I should go cancel it. And then I look at all their graphs. and I'm like, this is really great information. I'm not canceling this. I like this. <laughs> do you, you have an Apple Watch, correct? Yes. Do you, did you use the little feature that tells you to stand up and do oh things? Oh, my God. I want to smash that thing with every force of will I can. <laughs> Uh, that was so cool and fun for the first day. <laughs> now I just, oh, the whole activity app on there just drives me nuts. It's just wrong half the time is what really kills me. So I'll go for a jog or I'll go for a run or something and it, it doesn't care. But then I'll stand up twice and it's like, good job. You did your activities for the day. And I'm like, here's a stupid piece of technology. But <laughs> I like the idea of those kinds of apps. I like that app. I just wish it was a little better. 
Got to create your own. <laughs> Got to create your own. Yeah. But let's get back to the granularity of list items because I want to throw out a few little pro tips for people in case I used to be a devotee of the, um, the getting things done, trademark register, David Allen stuff. And a big important thing when you're keeping your list and something I disagreed with you was you should try to name all your list items with a verb. Like it's an actual action that you should take. And so GitHub triage is not my favorite list item. What I would definitely put there though, and this is a minor difference, but uh, I would say go read all new GitHub issues. Like it needs to be a task that you can do and finish. Like triage, what does that mean? You can argue about what does, you know, what does it mean to triage something. But if the task actually says go read every issue, you can do it. You know what's going to be done. And other things like make app faster. That's not a good entry. <laughs> like, Very run, Yeah, run the app under a profiler. That's a good entry. <laughs> Analyze the profile. Another good entry. You might want to merge those. But, you know, make them actions. Don't be vague. Don't be uncertain. Yeah, I would say that that is currently my biggest struggle and where I would say I fall down currently with my organization is that there are some things that are very, very granular, like very specific. Like uh, for tomorrow, I have a task. It's the number one thing on my list that I still haven't done. And that's probably my other thing is not following my order, but it's order food for user group. Like that's ah, very, that's it's very, important. That's very important to have that food at the user group. Uh, and then I, I very, I very generic things such as GitHub triage, email, email triage. What does that even mean? Like, oh, yeah. just triage all <laughs> for the me, email. it means delete all. <laughs> Yeah, control A, delete. Um, Yeah, so I I would say if I look at my downfall today, it's that one, my Google Keep isn't always up, so it's not always active uh, on there. And and I I feel like I am, am missing, like a new idea will come up and I have to launch the app, I have to do this thing, and then I have to add it and then organize it. So I think that that's my current downfall is that I, I think that I'm missing some things or even I was working on something today and it's literally not on my to-do list now that we're talking about it. Like the thing that I was working on today is not on it here. It didn't make the list. Yeah, keeping these lists uh, up to date is the trickiest. And I think that's again where I preferred the simplified UI of Clear over the other ones because it's super easy to add entries to Clear and it's super easy to check them off. I find any moment that... Oh, I don't know. If I even have to tap on a text box and find a web button to hit submit, um, the, the app's just lost me. It's already too many clicks. And so keeping the list up to date is hard, and therefore I want zero barrier to entry for entering these items into it. Yeah, I think that I think that's that's my problem, is that I do love it, and I want it to be great. I just don't know yeah. How I can I just need to be better. That's 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 the moral of my story is be better, James. <laughs> stuff. Well, um, uh, there's other little things you can do. I found that uh, myself personally, I think I've had a good, satisfying day when I've been able to check off four or five things off of a list, and so naturally, I've tended to group all my things into about two-hour increments. Sorry, this number keeps coming up, but maybe there's a reason for that. Um, so uh, granularity wise, I always try to break my tasks into bite sized chunks just so I can have some satisfaction during the day. So you're never stuck with the, you know, make the app faster bug that's just depressing and you never want to touch it. I was listening to a podcast today where someone said 
the reason the last 20% of your app is so hard to write is because you're fixing all the bugs that you've put off to the very end. Uh They all trickle down to the bottom of the list. And that's why it's so painful to finish an app. Um, So, yeah, it's good to actually have bite-sized things that you actually can accomplish on the list. Yeah, I always thought that when I would write a... uh write a feature or a bug. I was like, oh, estimate 40 hours. Well, that thing is too big. <laughs> no, right? no, thing no. Is too big. Yeah. <laughs> um, I need some more requirements. And I feel like that's... A, I totally yeah. fall into this. I mean, for my IDE, I had an item on it forever that says compile F-sharp code. And I would just <laughs> stare at it like, I don't know how I'm going to do that, but it's on the list, so I better do it. <laughs> that's the research tab, right? You got to have a whole yeah. research tab. <laughs> what is required? Oh, the research tab. So, I need to get better at that research. So it seems like you've come down. You got the two hours. You got clear. You got a few other things. Notepad stuff is, uh, and I've talked about my downfalls. Is there anything that you think that you could be improving on, or you've given a lot yeah, of great tips? For sure. this back. I mean, clear is nice. I, I think I just started to say it. I, I could do better with research um, for for those big items where you actually don't know how to solve it yet, and you're just collecting information. You know, web pages, Stack Overflow articles, pretty much anything you can find. Uh, I I wish clear was a little. I wish I could just attach things to clear. You know, have a little bit of research in there. And then from time to time, I do wish I could tag things. I do sometimes wish I had a priority system. If nothing else, just so I could mark priority zero items as in order food for the meetup. You know, you just don't want that one to fall behind. It's important. It's timely. Um, so there's, there's details for sure. But overall, I'm pretty happy with my system. Uh, it's been working for me. Kruger, flawless in execution of the work. I won't go there. You know, I think my ideal system would be something like fog bugs or GitHub issues, but with the UI of clear. So I want Mm. all the power, but I want the simplicity of viewing and the simplicity of entry uh, that clear gives you. So I want the power in the back end and simplicity in the front end. And I just haven't found any good apps like that. Yeah, I agree. I think that's my my thing that I would always like to add is uh, I really liked about Trello, about issues is you literally can right click on an image, say copy and then slap it in there, right? Like oh, take yeah. a screenshot of your desktop and put it in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, the the rich text entry. I mean, even the threads, if I was on mm-hmm. a team, it would be nice to have some threads, but I guess most issue trackers have that. I'm just living in a simplified world. So, I guess I could almost say I do think about and dream about all those advanced features but overall ignore and, them and really now that you're organized now that you have this all set up where does it end to kind of bring it full 360 right i i wake up in the morning huh. i end do you give yourself a hard deadline do you uh, stop Is, can you stop your machine frank uh, <laughs> i've gone through phases i think everyone who's been independent has gone through phases uh definitely I've gone through the phase where I pretended I had a real job and I would show up at mm, 11 a.m. That's when people show up, right? And then, yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> and then I would work until 8 p.m. No, not true. Let's see. Let me try again. I would get in at 9 and stop at 6. Mm-hmm. And I could do that for maybe a month until I failed. <laughs> and then it would creep on to 10 to 7, and then it'd creep up 11 to 8. And then it would turn into 5 a.m., quit at 11 p.m. So unfortunately, I'm kind of in the no hard stop phase. But I do recognize the benefit of a hard stop. Uh, this is 
you don't always do what's healthy for you, yeah. <laughs> but you should recognize what's healthy for you. And I, think I, do a, uh, I do a hard stop at 6.30. I say oh. 6.30, that's it. Yeah. Now, caveat, uh, caveat, because cause to me that's, that's dinner time, that's mm-hmm. family time. Mm-hmm. You got to do it. I've actually learned a lot from my boss, Joseph, um, because he's got like four kids now. Family man schedule. Sounds Family good. Man, he's, it, it's super impressive because he does so much. Mm-hmm. But I take a stop and I say, listen, I got to stop. Mm-hmm. And if there is a mission critical thing that I need to do, I'm like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, I'll hop back on. I give myself an hour, hour and a half buffer. I'm like, I'm going to give myself an extra hour, bonus, bonus round, bonus if you will, bonus <laughs> round. Can I finish it so I can try to do it else? I just got to give it up for the night. There's only mm-hmm. there's only so many hours in the day, because yeah. um, you know I was I've I've worked those ninety hour weeks, hundred yeah. hour weeks in the past, and you kill yourself. And let me hard. let me take back some things I said. I, I should be clear. Um, I actually do have a hard stop. You made me think about it. I hard stop on my task list at around five or six p.m. every day. Uh, after that time, I'm allowed to kind of screw around. <laughs> I okay, can do gotcha. whatever okay. I want. <laughs> gotcha. And so I'll, I'll, I can do open source projects. I can do other things because uh, as much as I love my apps, a job is a job and working on a unending bug list does feel like work. And so I do give myself a break in that I don't during the day, I force myself to work off that list. Come five or 6 PM, get out. I like that. And plus right now, it's beautiful in Seattle, Washington, where we both are. It is delightful and Amazing. people should get out, Pokemon Go, and enjoy the day. <laughs> are you still doing it? Uh, recap. Uh, yeah, so we were out in Bellevue not too long ago uh, to get some frozen yogurt. It was about 9 o'clock at night, and there's a huge park out there. If you're uh, familiar with Bellevue, there's a huge park downtown. Awesome. There was 500 people gathering, yeah. yelling, yelling, running. I, I love the running. That's the best part. It was it was astonishing. We played for about half an hour or so just to kind of really take it all in. I'm dabbling. I'm dabbling here and there, but uh, it's fun. It's good. There's a big update today, so we'll see how it goes. I'm uh, I'm enjoying it because it's something I can pull out for a few minutes here and there. Um, you can put that on your list. Half hour yes. of Pokemon a day. <laughs> we, uh, 20, 10 minutes of Pokemon a day. Yeah, yeah okay, it's, it's pretty good. <laughs> But this has been good. I really enjoyed this. This has been, uh, it's good to, to see where I can improve on because it's something I struggle with and I'm always optimizing how, we, how I do my, my day work life balance. I wouldn't say I'm optimizing, but I'm always looking for a better solution. So this was fun for me too. Awesome. Well, we're Merge Conflict this week. You can find us at mergeconflict.fm. I'm James Montemagno. And I'm Frank Kruger. Goodbye. Peace. <laughs>